Welcome to the Healthy Skin Show with Jennifer Fugo, where we're flipping everything you've been told about your chronic skin issues upside down and connecting you with alternative solutions your dermatologist never told you about. Welcome back to episode number 174 of the Healthy Skin Show. In today's episode, I want to share with you some thoughts I have about topical steroid withdrawal and a few things that can complicate your case that I often find get overlooked. In a nutshell, lengthy exposure to steroids from various medications can cause the body to end up in a state of steroid addiction that can trigger horrific systemic effects lasting from months to years. You heard me right there. While the name topical steroid withdrawal suggests that the problem results solely from exposure to topical steroids, it's not exactly accurate because in reality, all steroid exposures count. Now, I'm not going to go in depth on the ins and outs of topical steroid withdrawal, which is also known as TSW, since I've covered this in multiple episodes throughout the show. But what I would like to do is address some assumptions that I have seen quite a bit within the TSW community that can cause someone to end up suffering for longer than absolutely necessary. And let me be clear, I believe in TSW and I also work with TSW clients. And so my desire to share this is rooted in wanting to hopefully spare someone going through this from any additional unnecessary suffering. Now, as a clinical nutritionist, topical steroid withdrawal creates a complicated mess for your body beyond just the skin and hormonal issues. Every single client that I've supported with TSW also has a crazy amount of nutrient depletions that can be very challenging to correct as compared to a client who doesn't have TSW. I share this because it's really common for TSW clients to read online that they should do extensive and expensive food sensitivity testing and to try a litany of different elimination diets. But here's the thing. There really tends to be an overfixation on food exacerbating the symptoms. Now, is it possible that certain foods could make what's happening in the TSW process worse? Absolutely. I would never make the case that you should just eat all junk food without any repercussion. That's just absolutely silly. Obviously, pre-existing allergies, like legit IgE allergic reactions to food, should be avoided. And I would also recommend removing gluten and other inflammatory type foods, so like highly fried foods, highly processed foods, that kind of stuff, since it can increase gut permeability as well as inflammation. With that said, I do not recommend restrictive elimination diets. And one reason is because you can become increasingly sensitive to foods that you took out that weren't actually bothering you before you took them out. And I've shared in previous episodes of the Healthy Skin Show that excessive elimination diets create their own challenges, one of which I just mentioned, but they also drive long-term food fear and they can make your nutrient status and health worse. And I say this considering the fact that even without TSW, most people with chronic skin rash problems already have nutrient deficiencies present. So eliminating more food only makes things worse. And this is because the smaller your diet becomes, the fewer nutrients you end up consuming. And that can create or even exacerbate current nutrient deficiencies. Just remember, your body does not make most nutrients it needs to thrive. It must absorb them from your diet. And 
elimination diets can drive gut microbiome diversity into the ground, which isn't good either. You're better off getting help from a nutrition professional like myself who can review your labs to see what your body needs and help you on your journey. And in some instances, the help may include larger therapeutic doses that are not what's written on bottles for supplements and not commonly written about online because the doses are so much higher, but you really need to work with a professional in order to know if it's safe and appropriate for you. And I would also hate for you to end up developing an eating disorder in the process of trying to heal from TSW. Now, the next problematic assumption is thinking that the only thing driving your poor quality of health is topical steroid withdrawal. Everything tends to get blamed on TSW when someone believes they have TSW, even after it appears that most of the TSW symptoms have resolved. And this mistake is rooted in the notion that there's not much beyond allergens, food, and genetics driving skin issues. If you're not familiar with the 16 root causes of chronic skin rashes, this will be an eye-opening process, likely helping you see what's mostly overlooked by much of conventional dermatology at the moment. I implore you to better understand this because you will discover that eczema is not just triggered by poor genetics or some random allergy your doctor can't seem to pinpoint. Nor is psoriasis triggered simply because you like to eat tomatoes and other nightshades or because your dad had it. And having dandruff is not just because you're using the wrong shampoo. While there are certain instances wherein eczema and other skin conditions can actually completely resolve once TSW resolves, that's not the case for everyone. Some people continue to suffer from issues long beyond TSW, unsure if what's going on is from the TSW or if their eczema or psoriasis or whatever is back. That's because some hidden root causes will not magically disappear just because TSW is in your rear view mirror. Hidden gut infections, for example, won't just go away. I've seen firsthand with clients going through TSW that the severe itching they had was not in fact from TSW as they had assumed. Instead, we discovered through stool testing that it was the result of an H. pylori infection or a parasitic infection like blastocystis hominis. Addressing these issues drastically decreased symptoms that they were initially blaming on TSW. Other clients have had pretty bad nutrient deficiencies that can trigger itching, like zinc deficiency or iron deficiency. And still others had ongoing environmental exposures like mold that continue to drive them nuts. Again, this underscores reaching out for help from a practitioner with experience in TSW so that you can identify if there are hidden challenges like this going on under the surface and exacerbating things. And the final point that I'd like to share about is in regards to staph infections and topical steroid withdrawal. If you're here listening to The Healthy Skin Show, then you've got to educate yourself on what the signs and symptoms are of a skin staph infection, which I actually covered in episode 107. I found that a lot of people in our community don't actually know what they are. The reason is that severe staph infections can occasionally be confused for TSW, especially if your doctor has continued to only give you steroids for your skin or if the topical antibiotics prescribed just don't cut it, which can happen. 
Occasionally, clients have found topical antibiotics not to be effective for a severe staph infection and require extensive courses of oral antibiotics and sometimes may even need IV antibiotics. Many of my TSW clients became frustrated with their doctors only suggesting more steroids and dismissing a more serious issue. Even when they began developing a multitude of weird symptoms that baffled their doctor, but were really indicative of TSW. And so I understand why you can end up feeling like you're totally alone on your journey to deal with your skin. And I also understand that you might not want to go back to the doctor because you don't want to be dismissed or handed more steroids. But regardless of where you are on your journey, having a dermatologist to help you navigate certain issues can be helpful. And a skin infection can be one of those times. Instead of assuming that the red, burning, itchy skin that you might be experiencing right now is TSW or that the flare you're experiencing is just because of TSW, it is critical that you rule out a staph infection. To do this, request that your doctor do a skin culture. The results of that test could give you some important clarity because if you have a staph infection, you don't want to let it go. Staph aureus damages your skin barrier and can make your quality of life much worse, whether you're in TSW or not. So with this all said, my invitation here is to keep an open mind about what you're going through and don't be afraid to ask for help. TSW is tricky because there's no formal diagnosis. So most people are left to figure it out for themselves and they're left to deal with it themselves without much support from the conventional medical world at this moment. But TSW isn't always just TSW. And that's my point today. This whole thing can be so much more complicated. But with that said, it also means that there could be other things you can do to reduce the level of discomfort that you're in. Though I do feel it important to always remind you that there are no quick fixes. I hope that this episode is helpful for those of you who are on the TSW journey now so that you can ultimately make your way back to a better state of health sooner rather than later. To make things very easy for you guys, I have linked to several different resources in the show notes. Just head on over to skinterrupt.com forward slash 174. You can also leave your thoughts and questions there so we can keep the conversation going. And if you know someone who's struggling with TSW or you're in a community where you see that there are people with TSW and you'd love to share this resource, make sure to do so. This will provide people with a different perspective than they may be hearing, especially since this is coming from my clinical experience as a nutritionist. And before you head off for your day, take a moment to rate and review The Healthy Skin Show on your platform, whatever you stream the show on, and then hit the subscribe button. That way you can tune in each week for new research tips and inspiration. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.